Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast, show number 34, the UK's online digital TV and technology show. My name's Carl, and with me is our tech guru, Pete. Hello there. Everything we cover here on Frequency Cast is based on feedback from you. Please visit frequencycast.co.uk to pass on your feedback and suggestions. Here's what we're covering in today's tantalizing take on technology. A look at today's PVRs. We listen to a set of top of the range noise cancellers. A kid's toy let loose in the studio. News of phones for a fiver and a Facebook phone. Plus your questions on Freeview HD port forwarding and hub phones. But first off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast. Now loading. News. News time on Frequency Cast and starting off with a digital TV switchover update. The next stage of the switchover is now complete. The Selkirk transmitter in the Scottish border region has now switched off its analogue service with no major incidents. Next transmitters scheduled for a switchover in the border TV region are Caldbeck and Douglas. Next, ITV on BT. BT Vision already offers on-demand shows from the BBC, Channel 4 and 5. Well, now it seems ITV will be joining that lineup. You can watch ITV content from the last eight days, as well as a back catalogue of ITV shows, either as part of a package or on pay-per-view. Staying with TV over broadband, news of a new IPTV service. Fetch TV has just launched, combining a Freeview box, PVR and TV over internet service. The Fetch TV smart box will cost £150 and there's no subscription. The box is made by French manufacturers NetGem and holds 60 hours of TV. It also claims to offer hundreds of films and TV shows available over broadband. Now some channel news. 5 is finally available on Freesat on channel 105. Good news. Freeview viewers note that the radio station Mojo was removed from the Freeview lineup on the 30th of November. Some HD news, Disney's Cinemagic Movie Channel is said to go high definition from December on Sky. Time for a bit of phone news now. First of all, we think we've found the lowest price mobile phone out there. The Samsung B130 has a colour screen and internet access. It's available on the Orange or T-Mobile network for just £4.95 on pay-as-you-go. Next, mention of the first social networking phone. By the time you hear this, the Ink One phone should be available. This handset lets you follow your mates using Facebook, talk to them over Windows Messenger and Skype, and also track your music on Last.fm. This is a slick mobile phone that integrates social networking sites into your mobile phone's address book. Available on the 3 network, priced around £80 on pay-as-you-go, or £15 on contract. We also had a lot of feedback to our review of the Swap Watch, that's the mobile phone in a watch, that we mentioned in show 33. This is now available in the UK, and we can offer you 5% off. Links to the three phones we've just mentioned, plus the 5% off voucher, in our show notes. Finally, for phones for the moment, iPhone users note that version 2.2 of the iPhone firmware was recently released, finally adding support for download of podcasts over 3G or Wi-Fi. And finally, here at FrequencyCast, we'd like to send special birthday wishes to... The Red Button. Yes, it's 10 years since the BBC launched a trial of the Red Button in the UK. The interactive service for BBC TV apparently has around 11 million users per week. 
and over the last 10 years, the BBC Red Button has won more than 15 awards, including, unbelievably, four BAFTAs. But sadly for this birthday, no jelly or ice cream. Thanks, Pete. For more on these stories, take a look at the show notes for show 34 at frequencycast.co.uk, where you can sign up for TV and tech news updates. So this is interesting. We're going back to PVRs. We did these in show six, didn't we? Which is the personal video recorders, isn't it? We did indeed. That was back in September 2006 and quite a lot's changed. So we're looking at digital recorders uh, based on the feedback and requests from our lovely listeners. Uh, let's just do a little bit of a summary of what a PVR actually is. Just give me a quick description of what you think a PVR is. Well, from memory, I think it was a uh, wasn't it a hard disk recording unit. It could store something like up to 40 or 80 hours as it maximum. And mainly used for storing your favourite episodes or series but not archiving, is that correct? That's pretty much it. So this is ultimately a replacement for the uh, the trusty video cassette recorder which is now destined to the uh, bin of history as it were. But not a replacement for your DVD recorders? Well DVD recorders got really a limit of about two or three hours worth of storage whereas these things can store a heck of a large number of hours. So yeah, you mentioned 40 hours, that's probably where we were about two years ago. Now we're up to things like 160, 200, 250 hours recording onto these devices. So basically this is a box that sits under your telly, it contains a hard disk like you'd find on your PC, and it will stream TV onto its hard disk for you to watch back at your leisure. So probably the most famous one of these is... Sky Plus. Sky Plus, absolutely. So that holds a good number of hours, sits below your telly, records your shows... Yes, to an extent you can archive. Typically what you're going to want to do is record your series. And that's one of the big sellers of, of Sky Plus when it came out. Most of the other PVRs have now copied this. But the idea that if you're following a series on telly, you just hit the green button and that series will record for you all the episodes in the right order as they're transmitted. And you can watch back at your leisure. Excellent. I'd say pretty much everything I watch is, is from Sky Plus these days. I don't actually watch an awful lot of live TV. Even if there's a live TV program on, typically I'll hit pause go away, do something, make a cup of tea, come back and then watch the programme on Sky Plus so I can fast forward through the adverts. So with these things you do get live pause, you can rewind, series link, very, very effective way of, of watching TV. Okay, so what have you got to tell me about the future of PVRs or where we are now? So we talked about Sky Plus. There's obviously, of course, Sky Plus HD, which gives you the high definition service. Right. When we first talked about PVRs a while ago, Sky Plus hadn't brought out their Sky Anytime service. Now what they actually do is they partition off a little bit of the hard disk space so that when you're not using the box it will push content to your box. So if you're bored and you haven't got anything recorded, you can look in the Sky Anytime service and you'll find 20 or 30 TV shows, films that they've recommended for you, including some in HD if you've got the HD box, and you can just watch stuff that they've decided you might be interested in, which is actually a really cool little feature. Um, I want to mention some of the other services. What's what's one of our other favourite common themes that we get uh, here on the show? BT Vision. Indeed. So BT Vision is a very, very good PVR. We do like our BT Vision. This holds loads and loads and loads of content. It's a really nicely designed interface. It's actually Microsoft. It's powered by Microsoft. Oh, right. Windows? Uh, no. Caught you out, though, didn't I? I had to think about that. No, it's Windows' own built-in uh, set-top box software. Very, very nice. You can, of course, get these set-top boxes for free if you're a BT broadband customer. You do have to pay your installation and setup, but the 200-quid box does come to you for free. Uh, you can watch your content on pay-as-you-go or on a subscription basis. The line at the moment is you don't have to pay for things that you don't watch. They're clearly having a dig at Sky, where Sky, you're on a subscription to get their channels. This, you pay for what you watch. So if you're being cost-conscious at the moment, BT Vision is a very clear winner. Nice. 
What about Virgin? So Virgin have their V Plus box, 80 hours of telly. They do offer some HD content uh, available on demand through their box. They do win over things like Sky and BT Vision in that with Sky and BT Vision you can only record two programs, whereas the Virgin Media lets you record two programs and watch a third. So it's actually got three tuners in, whereas Sky and BT Vision only has the two. So it's kind of an extension on ambidextrous, really. Yes, if you're a schizophrenic, uh, you can watch uh, record two things at the same time while you're watching a third. I'm not. I am, though. I don't know about him. Who's your mate? So Virgin Media V+, Plus, very, very nice box, with HD. 150 quid is the installation fee, and you pay a fiver a month for the box if you're on their XL package. That's not bad at all, is it? What about some of the other ones? What's our least favourite? Costco, Luddles, <laughs> My, uh, Midas... Um, I don't know. <laughs> yes, top up TV anytime. One of our least favourites. Now, this service um, is basically cobbles on the back of Freeview. Overnight, when you're not watching your telly, it will download some extra content onto the hard disk for you that you can watch back the next day. Really not convinced that this is good value for money. 99 quid for the box, and you do have to pay a monthly subscription to get this weird content downloaded to the box overnight. Not overly great content, not overly good value for money, but I know there's a fair number of people out there that are top-up TV anytime fans, so we had to give it a mention. So hold on a minute, let me get this right. You've got this box that records stuff and watches things whilst you're asleep overnight that you're not interested in, yeah? Such a labour-saving device, really. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, so that's top-up TV anytime for you. Shall we move swiftly on? Please. Thank you very much. Discally TV, they have a box as well. We covered that two shows ago, show 32, so we won't touch on that again. But yes, you can get a PVR that records stuff down the phone line for watching later, which is quite nifty. Good. And what's the one we saw a couple of weeks ago when we were out and about? Oh, FreeSat. Yeah, so FreeSat came out earlier in 2008, but now Humax have brought out their Foxat HVR. So this is out now. It's a little bit on the pricey side at £299, one-off fee for this, but it has a twin tuner, 320 gig hard disk for 200 hours of recording, and it supports high definition. Twin tuner, obviously series link, nicely it allows you to record radio shows as well, and you can do a split recording. So if you've got something with a news bulletin in the middle... You don't have to set up both parts of it. It'll work out. It's a two-part program, which is quite nice. And an eight-day EPG. So if you don't want to pay for Sky+, Plus, but you do want a fair amount of channels and high definition, then the FreeSat PVRs are probably a good thing to look out for. So that's a very good alternative to Sky. And what did EPG stand for again? Electronic Program Guide. That's quite important with PVRs. Because there are so many channels on some of these services and because you've got eight days worth of stuff, you don't want to be mucking around with things like the old Video Plus or going through the TV listings guide. So with some of these, you can put in the program name, like let's say you're watching Heroes. You can just type in Heroes and it will show you when the next occurrences are. You can select it, either record it straight to hard disk or series link it, of course. So being able to search, browse through program listings, very, very important feature. And it's really good to have a good clear electronic program guide. I must admit, Skies is pretty good. BT Vision's one's not too bad either. That lets you search for things like actors as well as titles of programmes. So if you're a fan of... I don't know, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. You can just record anything he's in. And he's been in a lot more than people realise, you know. So that's... Really, thanks for that nugget of knowledge. Uh, one other one, of course, we have to touch on is Freeview. Now, a lot of people are big, big Freeview fans, and they're likely to want to get a PVR. Now, the PVRs for Freeview are actually quite cheap. You can get a single tuner PVR for around about 80 quid, which is obviously a lot cheaper than the likes of well, everything else we've discussed. Um, if you're interested in getting a really good one, we can, again, highly recommend things like either the Humax, and there's one called the Humax PVR 9300TB. That's 320 gigs. 
picture-in-picture, picture, HDMI for upscaling to high definition, USB slot again, eight-day program guide, very, very nice box. The other one we can recommend, it's getting on a little bit now, but it's still got a very, very popular following, is the Topfield TF5800, or the Toppy as it's colloquially known. Again, these are very, very good machines. Uh, that's got a 160 gig hard disk, up to 88 hours of recording, supports time shifting, dual recording, MP3, USB 2, very, very powerful box with a nice little following. We'll add some links to all of these on our show notes for anyone that's interested. Probably the most stylish, uh, the Humax ones do, do look pretty good, don't they? Look at that little snap there. Yeah, that's nice. Probably also worth mentioning things like the Sony HXD710, which is a rather nifty uh, PVR that also has a DVD recorder. These are quite handy. They also tend to have a line input, which means you could connect something like a Skybox into this, which would let you record onto the hard disk or burn off a DVD. So if you want the maximum flexibility, look at one of these that does Freeview and also has a DVD recorder in it. Very well worthwhile looking for. And as always with Sony, very sleek. Last part of focus is I want to cover off a couple of um, questions that have been emailed into us about PVRs. This is a question from Andrew. Uh, he says, I'm going to finally replace our ageing VHS recorder, that's a video recorder for me, uh, with a PVR. However, I would then like the option of watching the recorded programs on my bedroom TV. What are my options? Yeah, good question. So let's assume you've got your PVR in the, in the lounge downstairs, but you want to watch uh, some stuff up on your telly upstairs. Sky Plus is potentially a winner for you here because you can get these things called a Sky Link where you have your box downstairs and you run an aerial cable from downstairs to your upstairs telly. Plug in one of these cable links, they're about a tenner, and it will allow you to use your remote control to change the channels on your box downstairs. That's quite convenient. So pretty much all of these uh, PVRs that we've talked about have an RF aerial output, so you can run a lead all the way upstairs to your bedroom and then see the output of your PVR on a telly upstairs. Okay. Uh, we've also been asked if you can use a Freeview PVR to record the output of a Sky Digibox. Yeah, that's a bit of a tricky one. Normally a Freeview PVR, all it will record is Freeview. It's, again, because this is driven off the electronic program guide, there's not a lot of provision for being able to plug in through sort of a, a SCART socket and record from that. As we mentioned, things like the Sony will get you out of trouble here because they do let you record onto disc or onto DVD via the SCART lead. But typically, a Freeview PVR that doesn't have a DVD built in won't let you record line in from, say, a Skybox. Fair comment. Uh, we've got a site visitor, Eric, and he asks, are there any hard drive recorders that will work with analog signals? I live in an area that is not due to be digitised, receive Freeview anyway, until 2012. Well, good question, Eric. As far as we know, there actually aren't any dedicated analogue PVRs available in the UK. Everyone's getting ready for digital, so there's not a lot of point in buying something that will be obsolete by 2012. I would query whether you are really restricted and that you can't get Freeview. More and more areas are getting Freeview, especially as we get closer to 2012. So you may either want to wait until you go fully Freeview or check out our website to find the tips we offer on how to get a better Freeview signal. You could also consider a DVD recorder. A lot of those will let you record line in. Or, of course, you could look at something like Freesat with their PVR, or, of course, Sky with Sky+. Plus. Fair comment. And also, site visitor Sam asks, PVRs sound great for recording, but what about playing pre-recorded video cassettes? I've been told that once we go digital, we will be unable to play the hundreds of pre-recorded video cassettes we already have. Is this true? 
absolute rubbish, I'm afraid. No. Um, all that's going to be phased out by the digital switchover and the analogue switch-off is the analogue TV signals from TV transmitters, so you will still be able to play your video cassettes without any problems. The other question we've had in, uh, we've had this a couple of times actually, people saying once they've recorded something onto Sky+, Plus, can they stream that off as data onto their PC, maybe copy it onto an iPhone, onto a portable media player? Um, even though some of these PVRs do have USB slots and other things, at the moment you can't actually stream off your data from a Sky Plus box onto a portable media device. Of course, what you can do is take the output of a Sky Plus box and burn that onto a DVD or copy it onto your PC using a TV card. But no, you can't extract the raw data from the hard disk of a Sky Plus box and do other stuff with it. For more on PVRs and some advice for what to look for when buying one, uh, go see our show notes for this show, which is show 34 at www.frequencycast.co.uk. Thank you very much. Let's move on. What is it? Show and tell? What's this? Is it Christmas time? Bring in your own toy? Well, it's nearly end of term, isn't it? Uh, yes, what we actually have here, this is probably one of the most bizarre things that we've been sent. So this is Elmo Live. So That's just a puppet. Description what? It's a Muppet, isn't it? It is a Muppet, yeah. It's a Sesame Street Muppet. It is Elmo. He's about one foot tall, and he stands on his own. Look at him. Right, shall we see what he does? He's got, apparently, four activation points. This is the first time either of us have played with him. He's got a nose, a tummy, a foot, and a back. What should we do? I fancy his nose. Let's bite it. Ooh, Elmo's got it. <clears throat> one day, Elmo and Cookie Master found an You're really cute, but I can't understand a word of what you're saying. <laughs> Something about three three magic wishes. So he's he's waving his arms, opening his mouth, standing on one leg. It's a little bit on the weird side, isn't he? Yeah, I like the way he comes through this little blue stool. Just in case he gets tired, yeah? So it says here he has lifelike movements. His mouth moves as he speaks. He gestures with his hand. He can cross his legs when he sits. He stands, dances, and more. He encourages your child. Oh, child. This is for children, not us. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, Get rid of it. <laughs> I still don't understand a word of what this guy's saying. I'll tell you what, Pete. It's like you on a night out. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Elmo has something important to tell you. Elmo just wanted to say that Elmo loves you. I think you've pulled. It's got to be the best feature. I haven't been dancing like this for years. <laughs> what, what do you reckon? It's very funky. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. If you want one of these, this is allegedly the ideal kids' Christmas present for 2008. This is Elmo Live. I still think everyone should get a watch for Christmas. <laughs> Right, enough of that. Something a little bit more serious. Go on, then. Set of headphones. Look at that. Description, please. They're Denon headphones that are very sleek. Uh, they're quite small. They're not the uh, in-ear things. They're larger than your Back to the Future standard 1980s headphones. Uh, look quite sturdy. Uh, they are quite sturdy. They look comfortable as well. Uh, they've got padding in all the right places. And uh, they appear to have batteries in them and an on-off switch. So they must be active in some way. Why are they active? This is a really, really nice set of headphones that we've been uh, we've been sent to take a look at they are the it's got a very catchy name let me just see how heavy they are whilst you're doing that oh they're very light the Denon AH-NC732 noise cancelling headphones 
I bet you can't say that again. <laughs> I'm sure I can't. The Denon AH-NC732 noise-cancelling headphones. Or maybe you can. And on the front, what does that sticker say? Reduce noise by 99%. And actually, these are a seriously nice set of headphones. Now, you haven't tried these before, so let me just, uh, let's just swap positions here. Pop those on. Okay, so Carl, you're wearing those headphones. Um, comfy fit? Very comfortable. And how well can you hear me at the moment? Uh, I can hear you quite well. It's quite thunderous in here. Okay, now what I'm going to do, there's not actually an awful lot of noise in here, is there? Oh, good grief. It's like... That, that's the switch the, on. The whole of the weight of... Oh, it's a bit weird, actually. It's... Uh, beforehand, it felt like you're going down a tunnel in a car. And now you've just lifted the weight of the audio pressure away from your ears. I'm fairly sure this is doing some weird stuff with phase to try and get you this effect, but it is actually quite good at dulling noise, isn't it? What it actually dulls is um, any kind of background noise, so you'll still be able to hear me talking relatively well. But if you're on a train, or you've got a noise like the, the air conditioning unit there, or that PC over there, it'll actually filter that out, so you shouldn't hear sort of continuous noise. No, I can't hear the fan on the PC at all anymore. Okay, so I've just plugged Carl into my iPhone 3G, and he's listening to um, Fryheit Keeping the Dream Alive. Sorry, do you want something? I'm going to still... You carry on, I'm just going to listen to this. <laughs> okay, so he's got his headphones on and his music on loud, so he can't hear a word I'm saying. So I can call him anything I like now. Have you finished yet? <laughs> so come on, let's hear you shout, girl. You're really annoying me. Can you go away? <laughs> so... What was he saying? I'll tell you what, why don't you text in and tell me what he said. Right, so um, these are a good pair of headphones. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm back. That is absolutely amazing. You're, I could see your mouth moving, but couldn't hear a peep out of that. These are incredibly good headphones, aren't they? What do you think? Yeah, I just told the listeners about your sexual tendencies. <laughs> there's a bin. So, okay, amazingly good headphones. Uh, I'm going to give you some specs. I know there's a few of our listeners out there that love the specs of these things. Uh, dynamic headphones, uh, 40 ohms, uh, drive units 40 millimetres, sensitivity 105 dB, uh, input sensitivity 100 milliwatts, playback response frequency 5 to 28 her- kilohertz, weight 146 grams, cable length comes with two actually, which is rather nice, a 0.7 metre and a 1.5 metre uh, gold-plated cable. So that means these are replaceable cables? Yep. Uh, look at this. And a nice carry case, lovely, or lovely almost lovely a flight case. case. Yeah. Also comes with um, an adapter, so you can go from 3.5mm to quarter inch if you've got a more professional thing like a studio you want to plug into. And also these weird little um, uh, airline adapter things. Powered off a single AAA battery for your noise cancelling, and they are actually lovely, lovely headphones. Yeah, they'd be perfect. I must admit, I've tried a set of uh, Sennheisers a while ago, and they were my headphones of choice for a while, PCX200s. Um, weren't anywhere near as good as these. These really do seal your ears in well. What do you reckon? Good listen? Well, this is first-class listening, isn't it? And if you want to be convinced even more, on the back here it says, Denon's acoustic optimizer technology for the most natural, balanced tonal range, free from cavity-induced coloration. Sounds like a dental report. There you go. So that is the Denon AHNC732 headphones. Marvellous. Frequency cast. Now loading. Interaction. Time now for your emails, texts and calls in our interaction section. First of all, Jack Smith asks, I've been hearing there will be HD channels coming to Freeview. I take it I will get the HD at Switchover in my area in 2011 if I buy a Freeview HD box. Should I buy a Freeview PVR just yet? or wait for an HD one. HD should be coming to Freeview in parts of the UK by the end of 2009, with four channels coming online by 2012. You'll need a Freeview HD receiver to get these. 
Expect Freeview HD PVRs to cost at least £250 plus when they finally hit the market. It's really up to you if you want to wait three years or so before buying a PVR. You could consider a Freesat HD PVR, of course, which is available now. One from our forums now, and Alderman asks, Assuming HD is broadcast on Freeview, and we have an HD-ready TV with built-in Freeview, does this mean we can get Freeview HD, or is that just too simplistic? I'm afraid so. If you have an existing TV with a Freeview receiver, that Freeview receiver won't be capable of receiving Freeview HD, as this uses the format DVB-T2. You will, however, be able to plug in a new Freeview HD set-top box to your existing telly, though. Now, here's a podline call. Hi, my name's Caroline McCarran. I'm calling from Edinburgh, and my question is in relation to my swing box solo. I can get it to operate in the house. However, I cannot get the remote access to, to operate. It keeps saying it can't find the finder ID. Hi, Carolyn. Chances are your home firewall is blocking incoming requests and stopping them getting to your sling box. You'll need to play with your router's port forwarding settings. I'm not sure what router you have at home. Each router has its own different way of setting port forwarding. On our show notes, we'll add a link on how to port forward on a BT router to a sling box. Hopefully that should help you out. And next, Barbara asks, I have a Freeview set-top box, but I cannot record one channel whilst watching another. What do I need to buy to give me this facility? It seems that there are often two programs going out at the same time, and I want to watch both. Two choices, Barbara. One is to consider getting a PVR, as discussed earlier in the show, as these have two tuners. The other option would be to consider getting a second Freeview box to connect to your existing recorder. Something small like the TVonix MFR200, one that doesn't require a SCART, may well do the job. Oh yes, a quick hi to some of our last FM listeners. Jay Kimberley, What's the Crack, and Joe Sewell, one of our lady listeners. Nice avatar. Next up, Jeff Craig. He's looking to buy a decent Freeview Plus PVR, either a Humex 93000 or perhaps a Topfield 5810. He asks, am I the only person who can foresee these machines being binned alongside the recent dead Deus? They all currently use IDE interface hard drives, which are already getting thin on the ground to replace. Why can't they get with the times and use easy-to-source SATA bits? Good question. SATA and IDE are two interfaces that connect to a hard disk. SATA's faster, but a heck of a lot more equipment out there is already IDE compatible. If you know of a SATA PVR, please get in touch and help out our Jeff. Slightly off topic, there was a great thread on our forum about other obsolete technologies, mentioning some phased-out tech including 8-track, Betamax, Minidisc, BSB Squareels, DAB, well, when compared with DAB+, that is, HD DVD, and, um, Windows Vista? Anyway, here's a podline call. Hello, this is Trevor Lockwood from the centre of the known universe, which is Felixstowe in Suffolk. And I want to take issue with you and local radio. Don't you realise there are 300 local community radio stations in this country? 160 or more of them have got FM broadcast licences for their own local area. Now, we are true local radio. We at Felixstowe Radio, that's felixstowradio.co.uk, even broadcast frequency cast. So, we'd just like you to realise that community radio is what the world is really looking for. 
Thanks, chaps. The lengths you'll go to to get a plug A. We all love local radio here at Frequency Cast, and we want to keep it local. None of this heart rubbish at the beginning of local radio names. Anyway, hi to all the Felix Stowe radio presenters and listeners out there. Just been looking at your website. There's a picture of our last caller with the caption, Trevor Talks for England. Well, here's someone that can talk for Britain, even if some of our online survey responders would prefer a sprinkling of a little less cheese. Unfortunately, Brian can't be with us today, so I've decided to take over and read the next email. Before we do that, do you want to have a quick chat about the... Um... Oh, sorry, I'm getting dazzled by your watch screen again. Uh, do you... <laughs> Impressive, isn't it? <laughs> do you want to go through the text results we had on the last show? I do. I found out a new feature the other day, purely by accident. If you set it onto video here, playback, like that, and then if you... Um... Tap the screen just here. Okay, watch this. Look, see? Full-size screen. Oh, yeah, very clever. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. My, my iPhone does that. Yeah, look at the size of your iPhone. Look at the size <laughs> of my watch. Anyway, let's have a look at some of these messages. Uh, we had quite a few. Remember, we talked about browsers, trying to find out what people's favourite browsers were. Uh, we had one here from uh, Andy in Hornchurch. Firefox, because of all the plugins and ad blocking. Good lad. Uh, one in here says, Hi, guys. What a nice surprise to get an extra show, show 33, so soon in November. Question, I have an iPhone 3G. Good lad. Would like a sound dock. Can you recommend any good ones I can ask Santa for? Mm, that's from Kevin Jewison in Scarborough. Yes, so if any of our listeners out there happen to know of a good sound dock, if you could recommend it for us, that would be fantastic. Hi guys, I strongly recommend Safari as a main browser. It works perfectly on my Mac. Thanks for the great podcast. Martin from Leicester. This one's my favourite though. Oops, Carl. What a giveaway. You're really more intelligent than you pretend. Stop pretending to be so dim. Huh? I don't get it. Best wishes, Ian Jones. P.S. Can I have a fridge magnet? And the last one here uh, is, uh, hi Pete and Carl, it's Michael Johnson from Braintree. I use a web browser called Flock, which is excellent, especially for social networking. Nope, never heard of that one. You? No. Is, is it like an 80s band? Right, what's next then, Carl? Oh, I've got to go and read this out now. Next up, thanks to Jeffrey Miller for the Home Hub snippet. He's just bought his daughter a Home Hub 2.1 for her Home Hub. He says, it's a nice piece of kit, but in use, the quality of the phone call has proved to be poor. I phoned the BT Home Hub helpline on 0800 4567 and was told that this is a problem that BT now recognise as a generic fault with the Home Hub 2.1 and their engineers are working on a fix, which should be issued as a firmware upgrade soon. Thanks for that. Watch this space. Well, that's it for this Frequency Cast. If you want to get in touch, you can leave us a voicemail message on 0208 133 4567. Or you can contact us from our site. If you're on the move, text us on 07882 043 521. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Remember to check out the show notes for this show show 34 for links to everything we've discussed today while you're there click the add us to itunes button and also comment on today's show in our listeners forum our web address is www.frequencycast.co.uk well that's all for us so whether it be phones for a fiver or a facebook phone a toy in the studio or a top range headphone we're off catch you on the next show and please spread the word